Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 141, looking at 2 Samuel 7 and 8, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and the first 17 verses, and then Psalm 60. First, let's head into the book of 2 Samuel. It must have been incredible news for David to hear that not only will his kingdom reign through for the future offspring, but one will come that will take the kingdom into eternity. King David would pave way many generations later to the Lord Jesus Christ, who would secure the kingdom of God's people for eternity. All the hardship with Saul, all the years of suffering at his hands, the faithfulness and service and the trusting of the Lord will come to this. The kingdom of God will reign forever and David has played a significant part in it. You see, God is always working towards his goodness, being known and his glory being established. The news was clearly overwhelming for David, and the news of salvation in Jesus should be overwhelming to us. So when was the last time, like David, you prayed a prayer of gratitude? For once you were lost, but now you are found. Our second passage today is in 1 Corinthians, and yesterday we completed the book of Acts, and today we head into this brand new book in 1 Corinthians. And straight away we learn that this is a letter from the Apostle Paul to the church in Corinth. In all these letters, apart from Galatians, he starts with an introduction, a greeting, in this case grace and peace, and then a thanksgiving. And in this letter to the church in Corinth, Paul is thankful for the gospel that shapes them, guides them and supports them. He is thankful that the Lord will give them everything they need to live in obedience, and through the grace of God, the church will be presented to God as a living sacrifice. However, not all was well in this church. There was division. It shouldn't surprise us, for there's division in every church, but it should sadden us, for this is not the way of the Lord. The Lord seeks for his people to be united, working together and striving together for the sake of the gospel. The division in this church is to whom they follow. Do they listen to Paul or to Apollos or to Cephas? And you can potentially understand the dilemma. These great men of God have lovingly taught the church the scriptures and the ways of Jesus. But instead of following Jesus, the people fell into the trap of following the messenger in these men. And Paul wants to correct this wrong thinking. For these men, albeit godly men, are not the Christ. Jesus is the focus. It is by him that we must be saved, and it is his gospel that we proclaim. Paul was not sent to make a name for himself or even to become puffed up in a leadership role. He was sent to proclaim the good news of Jesus. Therefore, the church should not follow man, but should follow Jesus. If they do this collectively, then division will change into unity. I think that lesson is all the more important today. First of all, is your church preaching Jesus? If it's not, it's time to leave that church. If it is, don't fall into the mistake of following the preacher or the leadership or even the worship band. Follow the God of the Bible. You may have a great pastor, preacher or even friend who leads you to Jesus, but the warning is clear. Make sure you do indeed look to Jesus and not the preacher for your salvation and your relationship with God. Finally today we have Psalm 60. There is one line that I think grabs the attention in this chapter. It's found in verse 5 where we read, Give salvation by your right hand. The reason it grabs the attention is the simple reality that salvation belongs to the Lord, therefore it is his to give. Salvation is found in no other name. It cannot be given, won, worked towards or even earned outside of Jesus. Therefore, if only the Lord can provide salvation, it is futile to look anywhere else for it. In this one simple line, we learn the important lesson of salvation through faith in Jesus, not by works lest we should boast, but by the grace of God. I wonder, 
Do you know this simple yet profound truth in your own life? Let's finish our day by praying. Father, we thank you for King David. We thank you for his faithfulness and that you work through him to bring about the eternal Lord Jesus Christ, who would bring that kingdom for eternity and secure it for us. Father, we thank you for Paul and his faithfulness of leading the church to be united and not be in division. And Father, we thank you for that wonderful lesson in Psalm 60, that salvation indeed belongs to the Lord and it's his to give. We pray that we would faithfully seek you and not go into those futile thoughts of trying to work our way or win our way to salvation, but that we would take the example of David and Paul and we would faithfully and lovingly serve you each day. We pray this in your name. Amen.